all you need to know. The Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and happy Monday to you. You're listening to the Daily Morning Update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 14th of October. You know, I must say that it was a great pleasure to meet some of you over the weekend at the BQ Portfolio event. We should meet more often. Now, let's start with the top news and it's not good news, I'm afraid. India's economy is showing further signs of slowing. Industrial output contracted in August due to weakness in manufacturing and electricity generation. The index of industrial production fell by 1.1% in August compared with an increase of 4.3% in July. What's more, economists polled by Bloomberg had projected a growth of 1.7% in the month of August. Post that, on Sunday, the World Bank cut India's economic growth forecast by the most among South Asian nations below the recently slashed outlook by the RBI for this year. And that's mainly because of concerns of a deceleration in domestic demand. The bank said India's gross domestic product growth is projected at 6% in the current financial year, compared with 7.5% forecast in April and 6.8% recorded last year. Growth is expected to gradually recover, though, to 6.9% in 2020-21 and to 7.2% in the following year. The PTI has reported that Finance Minister Nirmala Sitharaman will hold a review meeting with chief executive officers of public sector banks later today. The meeting is expected to review fund flow to stress non-banking financial companies and micro, small and medium enterprises. The Enforcement Directorate said on Friday that it has attached assets worth over 4,025 crore rupees of Bhushan Power and Steel in connection with its money laundering probe linked to an alleged bank loan fraud. The Central Probe Agency said it has attached land, building, plant and machinery of the firm in Odisha under the provision of the Prevention of Money Laundering Act. Facebook-owned WhatsApp may soon be compliant with data localization norms, in fact, within the next two months, post which it can roll out its much-delayed payment service here, according to the National Payments Corporation of India. It has been running a beta version, remember, of its payment service for a while now. In international news, the US and China agreed on the outlines of a partial trade deal on Friday that President Donald Trump said he and his counterpart Xi Jinping could sign as soon as next month. As part of the deal, China would significantly step up purchases of US agricultural commodities, agree to certain intellectual property measures and concessions related to financial services and currency, according to Trump. In exchange, the U.S. will delay a tariff increase that is due next week as the deal is finalized, though new levies scheduled for December haven't yet been called off. UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson told his cabinet on Sunday that a Brexit deal can be achieved, but EU negotiators don't seem to agree. They rather bluntly warned that his plans are not yet good enough to be the basis of an agreement. That warning seemed to echo the mood in Brussels. 
Hunter Biden is stepping down from the board of a Chinese-backed private equity company and promising to forego all foreign work if his father, former U.S. Vice President Joe Biden, is elected president in 2020. Hunter Biden is at the center of a controversy involving U.S. President Donald Trump. Trump, in a phone call with the president of Ukraine, is accused of offering a quid pro quo agreement to get Biden's activity in the country investigated. In international markets, U.S. stocks ended higher on Friday, with all three benchmarks gaining over a percent. In Asia, two of the three early risers were trading and they were both positive last I checked. With that, it's over to Darshan Mehta for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning Darshan, how are we looking today? Hi Alex, good morning, good morning everyone. Global queues are extremely strong, the US markets are up in trade, Asia is doing well, but the SGX Nifty is indicating a downtick, probably to do with the weak IIP number that came out. But couple of numbers today. HUL will be the big nifty result that will be out today. Among the other numbers, there is Asahi Songwong Colors, Delta Corp and GTPL Hathway. In terms of results announced, Infosys numbers were in line with estimates. The ADR ended down 2%. They have hiked the lower end of the revenue guidance for the year, but the lack of revision in the upper end of the revenue growth guidance was disappointing. Infosys has scored better than TCS in majority of the parameters. There is no major changes to analyst target. Only Investec has downgraded the counter but apart from it minor tweaks here and there avenue supermarts results were in line with estimates the gross margin up 70 basis point was the highlight and that was on better revenue mix the management itself says that the revenue growth was slightly lower than what the company had anticipated bajaj consumer care revenues up 2.6 percent profit up 11 percent EBIT up 3 percent volume growth at 2.6 percent as far as den networks is concerned revenue is up 7 percent EBIT is down 4.7 margins at 14.6% versus 16.4%. However, the company reported a net profit of 15 crores versus a loss of 28 crores last time around and that has to do with a high other income this time around. Other stocks to watch, Cadilla Healthcare has received a Form 483 with zero observations for their API plant in the Basa. Future Retail will buy out group company Future Enterprises Infrastructure Assets for 4,000 crore. Future Retail expects an up to 650 crore rupee reduction in annual lease rental. Life insurance companies will be in focus. The APE growth for insurers decelerated in September amid slowdown concern. Growth for individual annual premium equivalent was down 3% versus a 16% growth last time. SBI Life was the only one that showed a growth among the top three, while HDFC Life and ICICI Proosh saw a degrowth. Bank of Baroda has entered into a binding transaction with BNP Paribas AMC for the merger of Baroda AMC along with BNP Paribas AMC. Reliance Capital will sell Reliance Securities to the existing management for 62 crores and Reliance Financial for 102 crores to Quantum Benefit Trust. Orbindo Pharma, in which HDFC MF has raised the stake in the company, from 5.11% to 7.12%. Gen Irrigation Systems, the long-term facility is cut to D at India rating. IRCTC is the big listing today. Uh, it will be listed today. The base price is 320 per share. The issue was subscribed 112 times overall and 355 times on the NII front. And finally, on brokerages, Aquarius has come out with a note on Coal India, initiated with an ad and a target price of 205. They're saying it's supposedly cheap, but the value to 
erode over time and can be a dividend play but growth is unlikely but there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts for that log on to our website bloombuckquin.com and click on the all you need to know tab and you will be prepared for morning trade thanks darshan well that's all we have for you on this podcast but in fact there's a lot more on the website bloombuckquin.com just like darshan says so don't forget to check it out this is alex matthew signing off have a great day and an even better week ahead I hope you enjoyed listening to all you need to know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM podcast app? On the IVM podcast app along with this we have a number of other shows which you think you will enjoy. Listen to Cyrus says with Cyrus Brocha as the host, listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta, The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladitya Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.